Welcome to Chit Chat with Hope. Tonight, we're going to discuss how we can support our teenagers. And when I say teenagers, I'm basically talking about some of our children are capable of transitioning into adulthood, right? And not only transitioning, but successfully transitioning, right? So part of that is we are going to have to start supporting them at, I would say, maybe 13. You know, when I say supporting them at 13, I'm not telling you to... um, to push them into becoming an adult. But if you notice, you or I notice that our children are capable of crossing over into becoming very independent as an adult, right? We have to start. So we have to start somewhere. So 13 would be an ideal place to start because at 13, right, They are crossing over for ninth grade. And for most children, ninth grade is high school, right? And we're going to start off with the boys, right? For example, some of the boys would have already started getting a little mustache and a little beard or at least a little fuzz. And their voices are changing at this particular time. Their, their, Their body's like getting ready to become an adult, but in a slow, you know, slowly, but it's getting ready, it, you know, within and from the outside, we can see some of the process that are being taken place by nature, right? So you can start giving little responsibility to that child, right, to see how well that child is able to absorb information, right? So some of the things that you might do is have that child have some particular responsibilities. It doesn't matter how big or how small that responsibility is, but you're going to have to start giving some kind of responsibility within the home or somewhere where it is ongoing, Right, Because we know that part of developing anything with our children, time is crucial. Okay? Time is very crucial. We can't just, you know, just say, you know, do this and expect it to be done right away or being done, you know, correctly. We have to go through the whole process with our children. So for, um, for the purpose of that, For me, myself, right, part of that for me was, the big thing was, giving my son the independence of keys, right? And um, it's a big deal. It's a big responsibility. But it took a while for us to get to the point where I knew he wasn't going to leave my keys in the door. 
I knew that he understood that if he didn't have the keys, he would be locked out and he would probably have to sit, you know, in whatever weather it was. If someone didn't let him in the building, he would have to sit on the step outside in the rain, the snow or whatever until, you know, a family member within the home came and let him in, right? So that was a big responsibility, right? Having keys to come in the house, right? Another responsibility that I gave my son was the responsibility of a phone, right? Very crucial, right? Very crucial. And this, he got the phone when he was exactly 12, right? That is important. That's big deal, you know? You can't lose your phone every five minutes and expect to get a phone, right? So he knew, you know, your phone is not going to be any good unless you charge it. And I'm not going to run around and charge your phone because that's your phone. If it's not charged, then that's just too bad. That's your responsibility. So see, that's what we need to do. We need to give them real life experience along with the consequence of not following the things that need to be followed in order to be successful at whatever task it is. Now, yes, you do have a phone, but the whole idea is it's your phone, which means that it's your responsibility to charge it. It's your responsibility to remember in the morning to unplug it and put it in your book bag. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to turn it into whichever staff member is at the door. It's your responsibility to turn your phone over. If your phone rings in the classroom, they're going to take it away and you won't get it unless an adult from the home, unless an adult from the home come and retrieve it from the office. And part of that consequence is going to be where you're going to get in trouble within the school because they're going to have to have consequences because the rule was that you need to turn your phone in every morning, right? So these were the life adult trans, you know, trans in, you know, trans in, trans out. These were the things that, some of the things that I allowed my son to have the privilege because if you think of it, Adults have keys, right? Or you have to be old enough and responsible enough to have keys because there are a lot of dangerous stuff that can happen. You know, you need to put your keys away. You need to not flash your keys in the street for people to see that you have, you know, it's just so many different things that go along with it. You need to have your keys in your hand that when you approach the building, you can easily access the building and get in instead of standing there and fighting with the keys. So it's a lot of responsibility and it's adult responsibility. Okay? You cannot leave your keys in the house. You cannot take your keys. You can't change one bag to the other, right? If you're going on a trip and forget to put your keys, right? So these are some of the responsibilities that you can give your children. The other responsibility is when you see that your children have been successful with the keys, have been successful with the phone, then you have to, you know, you have to keep 
add in more things, right? And I said, boys, so we're going to keep going with the boys, and then I'm going to switch over, and I'm going to tell you some of the things that you can do with young ladies, right? So these are some of the things. The other thing that you can add to it is we know that adults, as adults myself, um, I rarely have cash on me, right? And if I do, it's not a lot of money, maybe $20 or, you know, something like that, right? Things are getting so crazy where we were locked down for like two years in a row. So basically a lot of people, including myself, did more ordering than we actually wanted to be in the stores, right? So then you can start buying gift cards, right? Gift card, right? And, excuse me, here go my allergy. You can start buying, I'm sorry, my allergy is acting up. Um, You can start buying gift cards and teach your child how to shop online, right? This will also teach your children responsibility. You cannot have $30 on your card and think you can purchase something for $50. So this will also teach them money. It will teach them responsibility, not because you have a card, you're going to buy things that you don't need. So then you're going to use this gift card. You're going to put a certain amount on it, but at the same time, if you see where your child is understanding that, you know, the $30 and that's all I can purchase or I just keep it until I really see something that I want, then you can add more. You can start giving a little bit more money when it's birthday or sometime when it's like a holiday or something special. And then you can teach that child to purchase T-shirts, underwears, be involved with the uniforms, you're going you're gonna to support them by watching them, but you also want to watch them purchase things and understand the difference between the pants is $20. However, there's tax. And for some places, you'll have to pay to get it, right? So there's shipping. So there's a lot of responsibility going on there. So you're going to understand that $20 it's the pants and $20 you have on the card, but it's not enough, okay? Because you're going to have to pay tax and you're also going to have to pay shipping, right? To get it to the home, right? So I want you to start working on these things. Now, this is for a child that is cognitive enough. Where you see this child might also be capable of either going to a skilled profession and when I say skilled profession it could be anything you understand it could be anything a skilled profession could be a bus driver it could be a chef it could be anything outside of maybe the child didn't go to college but he went to a trade school could be a mechanic could be anything but the response, teaching responsibility does not start when the child is 18. Because like I said, our children need time to process things. 
okay? They need that time to process. Some of our children need that time to be comfortable, right? They, they're capable of doing it, but new things for a lot of our children with autism is very hard. For some children, young people, it is very hard to go from this to that. So when they move from one thing to the other, you got to, some of our children, you have to let them rest and then continue. Some of our children just can go straight through and continue and there's not a problem. So, right? So we have that now, right? The next responsibility is if you live in a relatively safe environment where the stores are not too far away from each other, right? you're going to start teaching your child how to cross the street by themselves, right? So you're going to do it. You're going to go through the whole process of teaching them how to cross the street, and then you're going to go on the other side of the street, and then you're going to instruct them that now they have to come across the street and join you, right? So you're going to critique them crossing the street, which are they nervous? Are they afraid of the cars? Are they too distracted by the noise and everything that's going on? Well, if they are, you know, they're not ready to cross the street by themselves because being distracted can really become a dangerous thing because they could wind up not be looking in the direction that they need to be looking and wind up getting hurt, right? So these are just some of the things that you can do with young men. And the last thing I'm going to add to it is, like I said, I am in the United States, right? So I don't know how it works in other countries, but I know in the United States you can get your working paper at age 16. You can get it at 14 as well. So from age 14, you can get your working paper, which means that depending on the child's age, there's different jobs that this young person can get, right? So if they get a job, if you and, and before I even go any further, the working paper can only be processed within the child's school. So for you to get a working paper, um, you're going to have to... Um, Talk to the school, and the school will give you the papers to fill out, the appropriate papers to fill out, and ask you to probably make copies. Of course, part of the copying um, that you'll have to send in will be the birth paper because they need to, to they need to know which type of working paper your child would need. Is it the one that's their 14, the one that they're 16, and so on and so forth, right? And then... If you decide to try your child at 14 to see if they can have a job, it may not be a job outside of the house, being that they're 14, but you can hold them responsible for that job. So let's say they're 14 and they got their working paper, which is serious business, right? You can now say, well, you know what? I'm going to hire you to look at your sibling in the house, right? While I do the laundry or while I cook, I will give you $5 an hour. But if I have to come and always be intervening, then that's not your job because your job is to do your job. You can come to me and ask me for assistance, but I shouldn't have to be running to you to assist you because this is your job. 
now you can start teaching responsibility. You can give a job where they're going to load in the washing machine and unload in the washing machine. You can give them a job as separating the clothing. This is after you have went over how to do it properly, right? And you can start teaching them how to hold a job from in the home, which means that if they have an attitude because their favorite movie is going on and they don't want to do the laundry Friday night or whenever you guys do laundry in your home or whenever you go outside to do laundry, if they don't want to do it when they need to do it or how they need to do it, then you need to fire them, right? You need to write them up like they do on the job, and the next time they don't refuse to come to work, even though the work is within your home, then you fire them. And when you fire them, you fire them, and if they want back the job, they need to come back and they need to apologize for not fulfilling the job because you're going to tell them everything that needs to be known about the job, which means this is how it's going to be. We're going to do laundry. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Okay? So if so, the first time they start acting up because they don't want to do it, because they don't feel well, well, if you knew you wasn't going to do the job and you didn't feel well, you shouldn't have waited until 9 o'clock we're going to the laundromat. You should have came to me and said something because that's not how you're going to keep a job. So, of course, you're not getting paid for the day. You have to be serious now. When they get to the age of 16, they can work outside of the home. And it's going to be the same thing that's going to happen. If they don't want to show up for work, they're going to be fired. So this is how you teach responsibilities because this is real life. Okay? So they are going to be testing their decision making. Are you going to go to work and get paid or are you not going to go to work and get fired? So the decision is up. To them, because of course we're not depending on their paycheck. Their paycheck is for them to save a little, go to the movies, buy extra snack, get some shoes, do whatever they want to do, get a little bank account because that's what we're going to teach savings. So you're going to have to get a little bank account, put some money in there, and you know you give the you know you can spend a little bit. Okay, so that's their job to get the job, keep the job, and the decision-making that they make, whether they lose the job or keep the job, that's their problem because that's real life, okay? And this is what I want you to think about if you have a child that's 12, going into their teen, you need to start looking at your children and you need to decide if this young man or this young woman is going to be capable of living independent in your home or independent with a roommate or independent in a group home where they're going to have to do their own laundry and they might get taken to a particular store, but they're going to have to be in charge of buying their own lotion and their own deodorant and all of that. They can't share stuff with other people. They're going to have to be independent enough to do that on their own with supervision. Okay, so I'm going to go now to the young ladies, <laughs> right? Okay, now, here we go with the young ladies. If you notice that your daughter is capable, she shows all the um, understanding of her body, and she's cognitive enough 
to make decision, understand. She under she you okay, I'm sorry. She can make herself be understood and she understands when other people are speaking to her, right? So clearly her thinking is independent. She still needs support, but her thinking is independent, okay? And you know this young lady can someday hold a job. Doesn't matter what kind of job. Right now, we can't decide what kind of jobs our young people are going to hold because they do surprise us. And we're not going to um, tie any one of them down into a job and say, this is where you're going to be forever because we don't know. So let's just say your daughter is into makeup, right? Or into doing her nails or into getting her hair done and all of that good stuff. Now, her at 12, 12 to 13, a lot of young ladies start menstruating, you know, start getting their periods, right? Her responsibility as a young lady is to let you know when she needs her sanitary pads, when they're, she's not supposed to wait until she has one, okay? She can't wait until she has one because She's 12 or 13. The ones you're using might be too big or might be too bulky for her because she's probably not going to really need a, you know, anything that size or whatever, right? So her job is to let you know, mom, grandmother, whoever is taking care of this beautiful young lady, it is now going to be her responsibility. You're going to check. You are always going to have a, an extra pack in the home, okay? You're going to let her know this is how it works, where you, you're using these things, right? You're using these. You're taking them to school. You're using them in the home. And um, we need to know, I need to know way in advance. So I want you to tell me when you have five left in the bag, five, okay? I want to know when you have five because that means that I need to get you another pack. But you're always going to have an extra pack in the home because now you're testing her responsibility, okay? And you want to know if she's going to let you know and she can follow that. If she can follow that, right? If she can follow that, what you now need to do is get a calendar and let her now start writing down the first day when, you know, just cross a line, get a pencil and just cross a line the first day she gets her period. And then you want to now give her the responsibility of getting a pencil and put an X on the day when she ends her menstruation, right? So what are you trying to teach her? You're trying to teach her to understand her body, all right? Because believe it or not, a lot of women do not know or understand their body. And in order for us to be um, supported by our doctors, we need to know. Because the first thing they ask a young lady that is of age, that is mature enough to have her period, or a woman, that they, the first thing they ask is when was your last period and if it was regular okay or are you still getting your period okay so you are going to teach her 
that every month, the first day of your period, you get a pencil and you mark an X. The last day, you mark an X. At the end of the year, you are both going to look at the calendar and now you're both going to have an idea when her period would start, right? You're teaching her to understand her body. You're teaching her how to understand her body. You're going to teach her how important it is to take care of herself, clean herself, take her shower properly, because now she's not a baby anymore. She's crossing over. A matter of fact, the minute her period has started, she's already crossed over because we do know you get your period, you can get pregnant. So she's already now a young lady. What I'm saying is if that person, that young lady, is cognitive enough to understand what's going on with her body, you're going to teach her her body. When we're finished with her learning how to care for her body when she's not on her period and learning how to take care of her body when she does have her period, right? When we're finished with that, we as caregivers, as moms, as aunties or the female, any female that's taking care of this young lady, you're now going to teach her about her breasts, okay? You're going to teach her how to check her breasts. Again, this is if the child is, the young lady is cognitive enough to understand. She doesn't have to do it properly, but by you teaching her, okay, by you teaching her and letting her understand that this is what the doctors do and this is what we do as women for our body as we get older, right? And you can teach her. And you understand, you let her understand that if she should ever feel anything that is weird, like a lump or a bump or whatever, or anything that she think it doesn't feel like the last time she did it, then she can come to you and you both can do it together. You can do it for her and you can let her know if it's okay. And if there's an issue, then you both can go to the doctor with her, okay? That's part of crossing over. The same thing as the, the young men, right? Again, part of being responsible and as an adult, growing into an adult, you know, went from being a child, crossing over to a teenager, and now a young lady, you know, now you're a young lady, you are now going to have to teach her how to dress, okay, how to dress, all right, you're going to have to erase those little pictures of how your little baby, your little girl should dress, you're going to have to teach her how to dress, so if she's starting to get breasts, but not enough to wear a bra, she's going to have to wear a training bra, right, a training bra. And then you can see where that leads when she'll actually need a regular bra. The same thing goes on here. You're going to teach her how to use the keys to get in the house. 
And you're going to let her understand that she will not have keys unless she can prove that she can be trusted with the keys. Same thing as with the young man, right? When she gets the keys, she's going to understand that if you lose the key, you're not getting a key for the next three months again. You're going to have to be coming in when we come in and go out when we go out. The same thing as with the young man. You're going to teach her how to use money. You're going to teach her how to shop with a card, right? You're going to teach her how to cross the street and feel safe and confidence by herself. You're going to teach, you're going to teach, you're going to teach her how to hold a job from in the home. Her job can be anything. It could be babysitting. It could be washing the dishes two days a week. And you, you let her understand, I am not going to remind you. So you can, if you want, I'll write a note and I can put it on the back. I can put it on your door that on Mondays and Fridays you wash the dishes, the dinner dishes, right? But I'm not going to come looking for you in the home, in the house, and I'm not going to remind you and I'm not going to beg you. If I see you, whatever time you want to give the time limit, let's just say if I see 7 o'clock and you're not in the kitchen, that's the latest I'm going to give you to wash my dishes. And if I do wash my dishes, you're not getting any money. I'm not going to pay you because that's when my kitchen is closed. My kitchen is closed at 7 and it's closed and it needs to be clean before 7. So you let her understand that's part of teaching. Okay? That's part of teaching. Okay? It, and it goes on. Then you can add as much responsibility as you think that person, that person, that child can handle. It might be okay after she's finished washing the dishes. Then now you're going to let her know that, well, I would like for you to, I'll add another dollar to what I'm paying you. I'd like for you to clean the, um, the cupboard, the, the, the surface of the sink, right? I want you to clean inside of the sink. I would like for you to wipe down the, the table. You know, you, you just give a little idea. I would like for you to just wipe the handle of the refrigerator because a lot of, you know, we as families, we're all constantly touching it. You just, little things in the kitchen. You know, she doesn't have to take out the garbage, because maybe the garbage is too heavy, you know, maybe that's not yet. We're not, we haven't reached there yet. However, maybe you can also teach her how to sweep the kitchen and things like that. And while you're teaching her, because remember, this job starts at 12 or 14. You know, we used to call it chores, but we're going to call it job, right? Because we want them to understand that they're working, it's not going to be an everyday, right? It's going to be a part-time job. But the job has to be done or they'll be spoken to, they'll be written up, and they'll be fired. So if we're teaching our children this at 12 and 13, and when they can really get a job outside of our home would be at age 16. Now, a lot of these kids will have four years' experience. <laughs> four years' experience. And hopefully you're a good supervisor, which means that you're not babying and you're not paying and in there helping to wash the dishes or whatever responsibility you have given them. Like I said, it don't have to be perfect, but you have to notice improvement as they go along. 
So when they get to 16 and they actually go and they get a job, they will know that their decision have a lot to do with them keeping or not keeping a job, right? And um, this will be very easy for them as they get older and start really being, finding their way within the environment that they're going to live in, right? So you can decide what you're going to do. But I think at 14, you should get the working paper and you should sit down and you should let them know at 14, you don't have to get a job outside. But at 14, if you want a job in the house, you know, you can get a job. Find a job that you feel that you can hold and you explain just like a regular job, like a supervisor, you explain what it takes to keep this job and exactly what it takes to lose a job. And at the end of this now, I want you to know that the bonus to um, being 16 or whatever age the countries that you are living in or the state where you are living in, they can also now get a driver's permit. Okay, again, this is for the teens or the children that are capable of understanding rules, retaining what they're being taught, and can add to what they're being taught mentally, okay? Emotionally, they can handle being corrected. They can handle waiting. They can handle a lot of emotional things on their own. So I just want, you know, you, I just want the moms... Dads, whoever is taking care of the children, I want you to know, supporting people and environment are a very crucial part of healthy living. Um, we just can't decide that at 18, you know, okay, you're 18, you're going to go get a job. You want a job? Let's go get a job. You can, but social skills have to be taught. Decision-making have to be taught. Healthy habits have to be taught. Balance, mental balance have to be taught. And I think that at 12, 13, if you're in the home and you're letting, you're coming in and you're letting them know, you know what it is? This glass still has soap in it. I would like for you to wash it over because remember, I'm not asking you to wash the dishes. On Fridays, I'm literally paying you to wash the dishes. Remember, I'm paying you to wash the dishes on Friday. This is your job. Remember. You know, remember, I'm not asking you. This is your job to wash the dishes on Fridays, the dinner dishes on Friday before 7 o'clock, right? It is your job to clean the table and the counter space off and dry the sink. And you're getting $5 an hour because, you know, you got to make it reasonable, Okay, so $5 an hour, which means that if they're in there for four hours or five hours, whatever it is, you're going to pay them. So if it's $25 that they have worked for Friday, then it's $25 they get. You know, you're going to open a little account at one of those banks that all you need is $50 to open an account, and they can save $15. And the other $15, they can buy their ice cream or whatever they want to buy, their comic books or whatever. Or maybe they might save to buy a, a, a particular game or whatever it is. But we have to help them. And you cannot help a child and not 
actually doing the real live things that need to be gone through. You know, you have to make examples that are real, okay, that are real. You cannot, you know, you or I cannot baby our children, and then later on you ask the the man in the pizzeria up the block from where you live or in your neighborhood, can he please give your child a job? And then your child goes in there and he pouts and he, and he, you know, he doesn't want to clean up the mess that he's asked to clean up. It doesn't have to be his mess. He's at work. If, if your supervisor asks you to do something, you know, you have to do it. But you can't get mad and, you know, you or I, we can understand that people need to modify things and people need to give accommodation. But no one has to give accommodation to the point that they're doing the job and actually paying you as well. Okay, I'm going to say that again. People must make accommodation because if I'm telling you that I have a disability, somewhere you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to modify what I do. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be responsible for doing the job. Right? So if it means that, it's an understanding that this child is going to have to be supervised a little closer, be reminded, right, Re- redirected within reasons, um, have the ingredients or whatever that job is, have it explained maybe every time that they go on the job site. That's fine. That is accommodation. But no one should expect the supervisor to also get a mop and mop. No one should expect the supervisor to be there doing the job and demonstrating the job while that young person stand there and still expect to get paid. So start in your home, having your child have a job, and you pay them. I say $5 because that seems reasonable. I mean, it seems reasonable if someone is 14, you know, a young lady is 14, and, I mean, if she, you know, wants more money and asks for more time <laughs> or your son asks for more time because they, um, they want to buy a particular game, if you want to give them two days more, maybe, you know, Friday and Saturday you get to do the dishes. I don't know everyone's um, financial situation, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, do it however it works in your home. But if financially you can give them $40 a week, most people do give allowance. But now you should pull back and stop calling it allowance. If you see where your child can live independently in your home, where your child gets up and go to work, come back in, or your child actually can live on their own, we need to stop saying allowance. Because allowance is what you give children. But we know that they are our children. But now you're going to kind of have to let go of that idea and say this is your job and I'm paying you to do the job. Not paying you to make your bed. You sleep in your bed. That's not a job. You sleep in your bed. I'm going to pay you to do a task that I usually do, and you can have this task, and I'll pay you for it. I'll pay you. So if it's the laundry, you know that you have to get the hamper, and I'm going to teach you how to this 
These are white clothing. These are this kind of clothing. These are that kind of clothing. The socks, the underwear, however you want to teach. You're going to teach where the fabric soap go in. You're going to teach where the soap go in. You are going to teach the machine is not to be overloaded because you want to be in a hurry and finish. You're going to teach all the things that you need to teach. Okay? And you are going to critique as much as you need to critique. And if there's a problem, then you're going to fire that person. You fire them. You let them know. You don't have to do it, and I don't have to pay you. And at the same time, you don't need to ask for anything extra either because you had a job and you lost your job. So we're slowly letting them have a little taste of reality, of the community, of the environment that we hopefully are all praying that our children become involved in the outside of our home and can be as independent as possible. But by doing this, we have to play our part as parents or caregiver. So that's what I wanted to um, to kind of let us all get on the same page where to understand that our children need years most of them, to process being transitioned into the reality of outside of their home is not going to be as gentle as inside of our home. That's why we need to be a little tough on them. You know, when they act up, we need to write them up. We need to deduct money from their pay if they didn't come to work on time. You know I told you you need to be in my kitchen at 7 o'clock. It is now 7.30. Okay, so you came to work late, so I'm going to take something out of your pay. That's what the real world is, right? This is the real world. So I thank you for listening as usual, and um, share the podcast. Share it, share it, share it, Okay. I enjoy giving little tips, and as usual, take care of yourself, take care of your household. Never, never, never give up on your children. Never, never give up on you, right? And always understand that we are the first and forever teachers for our children. We have to Understand that for some of our children, new experience, new things, new environment, new rules, it takes a while for some of our children to really successfully do that transition. And with our help, not only can they transition out of one you know, phase of their life, one stage, they can also be successful, okay? You know, they can be successful, you know, like not being a child child, you know, like a child where you have to hover over them to become a teenager that is successful, you know, successful. So that's what you need to let them know. You need to let them understand. You like to get your nails done and you, or you like to do your nails or whatever age they are and there are things that they enjoy and you don't mind them doing it, you can do it. Okay, so good night. 
Good night, good night. Take care of yourself. Sending loads of love and hugs. Bye.